Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Today, we are on a journey to South Florida to chat with Ian O'Connor. Ian is a retired U.S. Air Force colonel turned author with several published books, including his latest, The Pegasus Detective, which is available now. So, my dear Ian, welcome to the RV. Well, thank you so much for having me with you. It's it's just a delight. Thank you. It's my honor to have you here today. And what is like living in South Florida? Well, Kevin Costner in his film Field of Dreams thought that Iowa was the next best place to heaven. I hate to say it, Kevin, but you're wrong. Florida is the next best place to heaven. And how is the temperature now? Right now, I'm thinking it's probably just around 80 degrees. We'll probably get up to about 85. The low in the evening might be as low as 73, 74. It's just beautiful. Yeah, I think this temperature is is just perfect because during summertime is really it's too hot for my standards. I I really feel that June and July is too hot. But it is very hot, but it's hot everywhere. I bet it's hot in Spain in June and July and August. It's very hot and humid here. Yep. Well, we've got the humidity too, so it's kind of a balance. <laughs> yes, exactly. And where are you originally from? Originally, I was born in Liverpool, England. My father was a physician after the Second World War. He decided he would like to emigrate, and we moved to Canada, spent five years in Canada, and it was a lot easier to get into the United States from Canada than it was in Europe in the post-war years. We moved to uh, to New York, uh, spent several years there. I went to college in the Midwest. Shortly after that, I uh, joined the Air Force, and uh, it was a wonderful career, which leads me now, these many years later, to writing novels. You transitioned from your career in the Air Force to becoming an author of many, many books. I was browsing your website and I saw that you have more than seven books, if I'm not wrong. That's just about right, yes. And working on my next one as we speak. Incredible. So congratulations. And can you tell us what inspires your writing? Well, Basically, real life events. You know, it's amazing. Real life and the novelist's life, they intertwine. I get my ideas from historical facts. Write a novel around those historical facts using 90% fact woven with the five or the 10% fiction that I interject into the story. And at some point, the readers don't know if they're reading what's true and what's made up. And 
that way you know you've got a successful book on your hands. I think that real life events can be incredibly captivating and it's a great inspiration for good books and movies. It is indeed. And uh, my category, as you well know, that I that I most enjoy writing is in the thriller category. And that basically is what the Pegasus Directive is all about. It's the story of the true story in fiction now, even though I say the word through in parentheses, about how the Kennedy assassination really took place. Yes, and can you tell us about the inspiration behind this book? Because we all know that uh, this assassination is still not solved. Well, the inspiration for publishing the book now is that it is the 60th anniversary of the Kennedy assassination coming up in November next month. And people who are questioned all over the world, not just in America, 70% of those responding do not believe to this day that Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone assassin in the Kennedy assassination. Those numbers are staggering. 70 years later, and everybody's still scratching their heads. Well, I try to answer that question or those three, four questions in my thriller. And I hope that the reader, after they finish, walks away saying, you know what? This is the best explanation as to the how, the who, the what, the why in 70 years that we've heard from anybody. Do you believe that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone or he was the responsible for this assassination? I will say this much. A, no, he was not alone. He was a hired figure, but he was hired not to shoot at President Kennedy. He was hired to shoot his rifle into the air where the real assassins were already placed. And Lee Harvey Oswald, at the last second, didn't obey, fired off three shots. One shot indeed did hit the president, but the assassins somewhere else within a second later were the people that made the kill shot that took the back of President Kennedy's head off. Well, Lee Harvey Oswald didn't follow orders, and now we know why history has just been so easy to say he's the lone assassin, and uh, the Warren Commission tried to put that to bed within about eight months. And can you tell us a little bit about the Pegasus Directive and what readers can expect from this gripping thriller? Well, Basically, the Pegasus Directive is the story, my story, behind the assassination of President Kennedy. Now, for your readers, I originally wrote this story over 50 years ago. I sent it to New York to get published. They held on to it for several months, wrote back and said, this story is just too political, too explosive. And this was in 1974. But the biggest factor was that most of the characters, real life, real people, they said that because they're still alive, uh, we're just going to take a pass on this story. So I sort of put it to bed, worked on other books, would revisit this book. 
I'd updated, my writing certainly improved over the coming years. And it was early this year that I decided this is the perfect time to release the Pegasus Directive. Mm. And uh, here we are. Yeah, absolutely. Ian, what do you think was the most challenging part of writing this book? Maybe the research? Well, there's a multitude of different things that came into play. But the biggest factor probably was I had spent many years prior to this in Air Force intelligence. I looked at the world as a whole in 1963 and determined that this was not a good place. Actors, whether they be Russian, whether they be Cuban, whether they even be Americans, had a axe to grind with President Kennedy. But the true actors, the Russians, at the end of the day, were given a free pass. And uh, the world never really paid attention to Russia and their possible involvement in the Kennedy assassination. And that basically is the basis of my novel. But how the Russians were able to misdirect the attention away from themselves to somebody else, with the Warren Commission putting the entire blame on Lee Harvey Oswald, it gave the Russians a free pass until my book came out. Why do you think this event continues to be a source of inspiration for storytellers and filmmakers? You mean this particular event in history, the Kennedy assassination? Yes, because there are still some things we are not really... You're absolutely spot on. Mm. You're absolutely spot on with all of the books, and there are hundreds of books on the Kennedy assassination, blaming everybody under the sun, the Russians, the Cubans, the CIA, the Homeland Security people. To this day, as I mentioned earlier, 70% of people who are asked do not believe for a second that Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone assassin or that we have been told the total truth behind the who, the how, the what, the why. That's what my book has tried to answer. And uh, it's entirely different. The thesis is entirely different from anything that's been written about it before. And the ending is a true shocker for anybody who wants to read the book. When did you publish this book, Ian? Its original publication date was June the 22nd of this year. Um, it is now being publicized uh, professionally. There's a... Uh, a short introductory 20-second video available. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to a uh, to a very, very good response. It's already good, but we're expecting better and better as we get closer to November 22nd, just a little over a month from now. Wonderful. Ian, would you like to leave a message for our listeners today? Well, the message I would leave is probably more as a American citizen than just an author. And I say, look no further than the headlines today. What's happening in Israel is something that is beyond description. And we all know in our heart of hearts, it's going to get a lot worse in the days, the weeks, and possibly even months to follow. 
So getting back to your, one of your questions about real life events and how they impact on novelists and history tellers, this is going to be a defining moment in the 21st century, what is taking place right now. We all have to be very, very concerned. Yes. It's mind-blowing what is happening terrible. there. It's terrible. terrible. And it can, I don't know, I don't want to be negative, but it can of affect course. the whole world. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Hopefully, let's pray for, I don't know, that they can find peace somehow because there are so many people suffering. You're so, absolutely right. I can't add anything to what you've just said. Ian, where can our listeners find you and, of course, your books? Well, I appreciate you asking me. Uh, obviously, it's available on Amazon, hardback, softback, uh, Kindle edition for downloading. In fact, I'll tell your listeners right now that between April, I mean, October the 13th, this coming Friday, and next Tuesday, for a five-day period, They can go to Amazon, look my book up, and the book is free for a Kindle download for five days. It's going to be a one-time offer right before, like I say, next month being the assassination 70th anniversary. So your listeners, all they've got to do is go to Amazon Books, look for the Pegasus Directive, and they'll see right away the Kindle edition is free. I urge all of them to download it. It costs them nothing, and they will have the read of a lifetime. And, of course, it can be found in bookstores everywhere. Actually, I will be downloading and writing you a review. Well, thank you. When you get to the climax, it's totally unexpected. I'm so curious now, Ian. <laughs> Good. Good. And, and I so much appreciate you having me on. It was wonderful course. being with you. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for joining us. And remember to check out Ian O'Connor's thrilling novels, including the Pegasus Directive. And stay curious, stay relatable. And until next time, thank you, Ian. And thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, Be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.